Static Energy Podcast is the hottest podcast on the planet, hosted by your boy Mo Giles and co-host cool-ass Lauren Michelle. Tune in Wednesdays on all major platforms for that static on what's current in culture, controversial issues, comical commentary, and an incomparable vibe you won't find anywhere else. It's a perfect way to tackle those midweek blues. Static Energy Podcast is everything but static. Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Mo Jobs right here on the Static Energy Podcast. And I got with me my co-host. Laura Michelle, what's poppin'? Yo, so today we got a special guest. Uh, you know, we've been searching for the third chair uh, co-host. And tonight we got with us Miss Seneca. How you doing? I'm doing well. How y'all doing? Hey, girl. Hey. How was um, my weekend was good. I went to work like usual <laughs> and I went to work and I actually went to a comedy show, went to go see Jess Hilarious. Um, she actually cool and in stand up. I wasn't really a big, big fan before that moment. You know what I'm saying? My girl invited me out. I went. It was a cool little show though. Um, and other than that, I just, yeah, chilled out. What about you, Seneca? Well, I'm still coming down from LA, so I had a little bit of jet lag. I spent my 10th year wedding anniversary with my husband out in Los Angeles. Okay, happy anniversary. Um, yeah, so I'm just coming up off of that. And um, it was sexy, it was crazy, sexy, cool. I'm happy to be back home. <laughs> cool, what about you, Mo? days in quarantine? Nah, we ain't doing that. Uh-oh. We're good. Uh-oh. <laughs> <We're good. laughs> So now Mo like, oh, see, you ain't mentioned L.A. My weekend was good. Um, I enjoyed the versus battle uh, between Patty LaBelle and Gladys. Mm. Y'all see that? We Listen, I got chill as soon as you said it. Listen, the energy to see Black women mm-hmm. purely celebrating one another and Patty's shoulders, <laughs> please. Patty got shoulders for days. Did y'all see them shoulders going up and down? Moving on. I used to have a crush on Patty the Bell. Who did? I'm about to say I ain't mad at that. I ain't even mad at Patty's legs or her Mm -hmm. breasts. (laughs) And she's still fine. And she's still cold at 77. Did she say? That's crazy. I was like, yeah, baby, black don't crack unless you smoke it. Mm -mm. Yeah. So that's it. Um, I mean, my weekend was very chill. I didn't really do too much. Okay. Usually you have action pack. You know, Mo Jow's important. He always got something to do. Nah, you know, last week I was in Chicago, so I was just chilling this weekend. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. So now we got that part out the way, and we got our special guest in the building. I feel the vibe is going to be great tonight. What's on the agenda, Mo? Well, look, look, before we get into the agenda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about her? Let her tell her about yourself. So let's, let's talk about why she's here. So tell us a little bit about yourself for the people, you know, what it is that you do or have done. I've worn a plethora of hats. I'm gonna tell you how I met how I met Mo though. Okay. Um, I used to have a um, lingerie boutique, stilettos and lingerie. And I was looking for someone to bring scented soy candles. Okay. Ambiance, and I found Mo. And so Mo provided all the candles at my store, and that's how he and I connected. That's but I had this store. It was mostly like a burlesque. I had a lot of drag, drag okay. queens come in. I had, you know, of course, my sisters represented. But 
yeah, I had this store for quite a while. And if you bought a nice little package, you got a candle to go with it. So yeah, that's how I met Mo. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, you got you married. You said you was married, so you know you got kids. Mm-hmm. What else? What's, what's that, what else is that? What's that? I'm an author. My first book is coming out here within the next four weeks to Amazon and Barnes and Noble. I wrote this book. Um, nice. Yeah, it's called Gammy. It's about this little girl and her grandmother. Her grandmother gets Alzheimer's, and it's just a story about them and how she's learning to to cope with this disease that her grandmother has from a child's perspective. Okay. So, I can't yeah, wait to buy it. Then I like I like to write, so yeah. That's what's up. So make sure we know first divs before it's launching, so I can buy a few copies. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You spent a lot of time in the music industry as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I was eighteen, graduated from high school, I decided to go to the Big Apple and pursue a career in acting. Okay. <laughs> so I went to a small school called Iona up in New Rochelle. Shouts out to Yonkers, New Rochelle, Mount Vernon. Mm-hmm. And um, by chance, I got there and it was this new radio station. I'm not radio station, record label that had just came out. Okay. Um, but with a big name attached to it, Clive Davis, and it was J Records. Ooh. So, Coming in, I was their very first intern, and I was given the project of two artists that I'm sure you all know really well now, and that was Alicia Keys and Mario. Okay. So I was responsible for getting them up and jumping. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yep. And so, so you got to... Worked in the radio and music and survived 9-11, and now I'm here. That's what's up. You got a nice little little portfolio going on for yourself. Mm-hmm. Love, love to see it. Love to see it. Love to see it. But are you married? You said you're married. You got so 12 I'm years. married. Yep. Some days it's happily married and some days it's just married. But yep, 10 <laughs> years. Um, three kids. I got so um, I don't know how to shut my coochie down. So I have a 17-year-old, oh. a nine-year-old, and a one-year-old. Oh, wait, 17? Mm-hmm. Nine and one. Nine. But I'm retired now. My eggs are hard boiled. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you fi- you about to send one out the house, and then mm-hmm. now and about to the- literally. Yes. But okay, see, no. I think it's okay though. My girlfriend was just saying how she didn't want to quote unquote start over because her son is 16, and you know she recently gonna be getting. I mean, in the future, gonna be getting married soon, and. He wants a kid, and she like, uh, yeah, I don't know. And I said, it ain't too late. You still young. Mm-mm, girl, the things that I did with my 17-year-old, chasing her around as a toddler, I don't do that now. I let him just do whatever. My house is a mess. He tears everything <laughs> up, and I'm just like, hey, got it. <laughs> Stress-free parenting. I ain't mad at it. Mm. I ain't mad at it. Okay, so, Mo, now we know all about our special guest, which, you know, she, I can already tell, you're going to be so much fun tonight. I'm just excited, bro. I'm sorry. I'm over here, like, I'm over here, like, jumping in my seat, because she a vibe. You are a total vibe, and I appreciate you bringing that dope-ass vibe to Static Energy. Okay, you welcome. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, what's on the agenda, Mo? So, we're going to get into a few little topics uh, before we get into the big topic uh, tonight. Um, one of them being, you know, some of the news that had happened uh, since the last episode. And I want to get into this one about uh, Donald Trump. Um, there was a tape that came out uh, with Donald Trump downplaying the threat of the coronavirus to avert panic uh, in the United States. 
which kind of confirms to me which a what a lot of politicians and people do, you know what I'm saying, with a mm-hmm. lot of things that are out there now, you know what I'm saying, that we kind of feel like they're downplaying. And I, I just want to know what y'all what y'all think about that, man. How how y'all feel about that? Um, for well, for me, if you know me, you know anything about me, it doesn't surprise me coming from 45 because 45 to me screams antics so like everything that comes out of his mouth is pretty much bs so Mm -hmm. like for him to say that in february and here we are in what september and we have literally no progress and he always throws out the word leadership like we need leadership we need leadership well we do sir and that's why we need you to step to the side so we can actually get the proper leadership that won't be doing bullshit like this in the middle of a pandemic and now 2.5 million people are now dead you know what i'm saying so like to me it doesn't surprise me but it is really sickening and pathetic that that's who's leading our country right i agree fullheartedly i totally agree i'm to the point now with trump it's like in one ear and out the other. Yep. I don't have no respect. I don't have no listen. I don't even have no ear hustle with him. It's just like, uh, you know, he going to say, um, I didn't want to induce panic. I wanted to play it down. But <laughs> got people who have died. Even the whole thing with the, with the children. Uh-huh. Kids couldn't get it. Okay, that's bullshit. Right. So, I mean, he's just... I mean, and now like all these different facts, right? Like that they knew that he wasn't allowing people to put into the universe. You know what I mean? Like it can be transmitted so many different ways and he trying to hush hush that. And it's like, he's so quick to open the world back up because he's thinking economics. You got to understand Trump a businessman. You know what I'm saying? So all he thinking about is money. And at this point, it's like, bro, it's bigger than money because you're going to lose a lot more when all these people start dying, because that's less jobs, that's less houses being paid for. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to understand the deaths affect the economy as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to find a balance at some point. And the dude is just a joke. I'm sorry. Like, mm-hmm. move out the way. Go yep. to the polls, people. Yep, definitely. Absolutely. He's definitely Absolutely. a joke. All right. Um, any any more about that? Or are we going to leave that right there? I mean, I just just encourage everybody to go vote, you know, like go vote no matter what you do, who you do it for, go vote and, and, and make your voice heard. That's it. Get him out of here. So then where you at? We talking about voting and policy. I mean, you know, you ain't got to tell us who you voting for, but how you feel about. Well, you know, I'm going to just say it like this. At this point, it can't get any worse than where we are. So any vote would be a better vote than where we're at. Okay. Um, it's been a lot of controversy with Biden and Kamala, um, and I and I myself, you know, have some issues with both of them. But mm-hmm. when I lay everything out on the table, it's like, do you want the devil or the Joker? And I'm just gonna go ahead and take the Joker. So yeah, they asked me gun or a knife. I'm going with a knife. So right, but right, right. I feel as though we reached a point where it's like I'm tired of always having to pick the lesser of two evils. Yes. Me. Well, you know, people. A lot of people don't know this, but you can vote down. You know, as as the people, you know, you can say, you know, we don't like this pick and we can push it back and say we don't want it. Um, But a lot of people don't realize that. Um, At this point, we have, um, I'm not going to call her African-American because that's not what she calls herself, but we have a Black slash Asian woman um, who's running for vice president and, of course, Biden, who was on the ticket with Obama. And I feel, in my opinion, that that is better 
than what's in the office now. So that's where I'm going with it. So, so okay, I have this okay. question. I can ask both of y'all. No, because this, this is what I really want to know. Because a lot of times, Black folks, we don't, we don't like Trump for whatever reason. But how has Trump affected, you know, how has he affected you in a way where it's like, you know what, I don't want to vote for him. Mm. I know for me, I've made more money. No, because what I'm saying is, what I'm about to say is, I've made more money in office with Trump being president than I have with Obama. You didn't on them taxes. You definitely mm. didn't on taxes. You definitely didn't on them taxes. I just know that I'm in a different tax bracket. That may, that may be the case, but you're also paying more. You're, you sure yeah, are. Absolutely. A absolutely. And, and it, let me just say That's this. That's the thing, though. I'm sorry. No, go, no, go ahead. For me, I don't want someone representing me who is a liar. There you go. Thinks about women the way he does. Yeah. Who okay. Speaks about our military the way he does. Yeah. Who um, speaks about um, my brothers and sisters who are Mexican, my brothers yeah. and sisters who are Muslim. Like, nah, you got me twisted. You got to go. That's it. That's what I wanted to know. Okay. And, and that's it for me. Like, you know, everybody in the world know how I feel about us. So it's like, once you start disrespecting us on that type of level, I, I you know, I, I don't care if you're the president or, you know what I'm saying, the priest, I can't fool with you because at the end of the day, you got to respect us before I respect you. So like, that's just what it is with me. It's a no okay. for me, dog. Gotcha. <laughs> so... Our, our next up in news, uh, Tyler Perry filmed a new series, Bruh, Bruh uh, yeah. within four four days. 19 episodes, was it? 19 episodes? 19 episodes. Four days. So I guess his thing is he said he would never take more than a week to film it. It's, it's unnecessary for him. And my issue is these <laughs> it can't be quality material because Tyler Perry, it almost seems like now it's becoming like, Hallmark or a Lifetime type content where it's watered down. It's really just, you're just mass producing with really no quality. Mm. Seeing I, how he is the only writer now too, like, well, he's always been. And it's like, I know I'm tired of always the same. It's always the same message. From him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, coming from him. Mm. And it's always t told from a women, woman's perspective. And he's a man. Mm, well, you know, um, I, I mean, I ain't gonna, you know, put no labels on nobody, but everybody decided I Tyler Perry now and then. So, you know, that it, that it's coming from a woman's perspective doesn't actually shock me because, you know, he a little, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, but when you to 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 answer your question or how do we feel about recording in four days? If you think about it, Domo and Seneca, he now has his own everything. So mm -hmm. before he was operating under somebody's umbrella, now he controls everything. So if he want to run 13 hour days every day for four, you know what I'm saying? He can yeah. do that. So like, I feel like it might be easier for him to have a quicker turnaround time because he has his own, like everything yeah. is his. Not to mention he quarantined his, his staff on his property. So Everyone's there on his property. They live there. They can't go out. No one can come in. So they're there 24-7 with him. So if he says, hey, we're shooting at 2 a.m., then guess what? Y'all shooting at 2 a.m. 
19 episodes in four days that's five shows a day i mean pretty much like that's dedication too though yeah that's dedication but one thing i do want to know is tyler perry you know on forbes is now a billionaire right (laughs) tyler perry gotta come figure something out with the wigs like we now are on (laughs) hd lace and we got microphones that are like microscopic like why does tyler perry gotta put bad wigs in a mic at the scalp (laughs) of like that's just what i want him to focus on is the look and feel of like because everything comes off as meet the browns like mm-hmm. like old vintage stage play and, and, that's like, what, and that's what i'm saying though like where's the where's the growth like in <laughs> like you're now a billionaire and this is another thing that pisses me off again it goes back to what we were talking about last week how people feel like because he's black you know we can't have an opinion about the quality of the work in the films that he's presenting. Like to me, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to see Tyler Perry win. I'm glad that he's winning. Yeah. But I also like to see growth, you know what I'm saying? Because as a fan and who likes his art, I want to see growth in that. And I don't want to keep seeing the same old thing over and over. And then when you're sacrificing quality, it's an issue for me. What does what the, what that video you sent me, Mo, I mean think I, I think speaks to that. We sell trauma. Right. That's, you know, a guy was in a video and he was speaking on how us as black people, we are very good at selling trauma. And I think Tyler Perry might be the go to that. Like he doesn't. I mean, that's what he does. He focuses on lack of men in the households and, you know, women getting cheated on or women getting left for. And if you notice, it's always the other woman is always a lighter skinned woman. Um, I mean, lighter skinned woman or something. You know what I mean? Like, if you just pay attention to the little bit of shit that goes on in his movies, I don't be feeling it all the time. Cause- but I feel like our story and our growth, you know what I'm saying, as African-Americans is much more than what he gives a lot of times. I mean, don't get yeah. me wrong, we still deal with these things or whatever, but I think that there's more, there's many more dimensions to us. Or bigger than that. Yes, absolutely. Exactly. Yes, I, I agree. See us being portrayed in the roles that go to like the Tom Cruise or the Tom Hanks, you know, what I'm saying or yeah. the Meryl Streep, you know, what I'm saying of the world. Like, I want mm-hmm. to see those type of films with us starring in. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it also, but it also got to be us being more vocal about what we want. You know what I'm saying? We sell the box office out. You know what I'm saying? Like when movies like that come out, shit, they doing record breaking numbers. But then you got a movie about. <laughs> the the, uh, the the entrepreneur making it to the top, you know, it's a flop at the movies. You know what I mean? Like it's it's always like that. We glorify bullshit. We do. Absolutely. What you gotta say, Sandy? You know, here's the thing that, and I've spoken about this with people. I think a lot of times, just in the black community, we only want to see one win. So it's got to be one main actress and one main actor and one person at the top. It can't Mm -hmm. be, you know, more than one from the hue. It's got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's that song Jay-Z got about the billionaire? What's better than one billionaire? Two, right? (laughs) You better sound that talk. And and as a Black community, we're oppressed in that way. And so we can't grow because we won't, you know, his actors are probably just happy to have a job. Yep. You know, they're probably just happy to be on set. You know, so it's about knowing what your worth is and ready to go to that next level. He's just doing what he know. He probably ain't trying to grow in that way. He probably just happy to be on BET Plus with his own lot. I don't know. You know, but I'm proud of Tyler Perry. But yeah, I, I feel you on that because I've seen shows with Tyler Perry and I'm like, what is going on here? 
Mm -hmm. um, he had this one show one time where there was no laughing and they hadn't added in the background as far as the laughing and the, oh, okay. the sound effects. Mm -hmm. And it was the weirdest thing. <laughs> and then it went on like that for a few episodes and it came back and then there was the sound effects. And I was like, oh, that was really weird. Right, right, <laughs> so right. Doing little things like that to bring quality like Mo was talking about. I would like to see more of that. I, I think it's about him being the only writer you know, to all his shows and movies and whatnot. I think a variety could help. You know what I mean? That's just like even some of the best rappers got ghostwriters. You know what I'm saying? Like other people's perspective, other people's ideas, they flavor. Like it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Plus, so. if you've got so much going on in that way, you can't give 100% Absolutely. to everything. There you go. There you go. There you go. So that means that things are going to be watered down because everything ain't getting a hundred. One thing- You're taking your time on everything. Right. You gotta rush and push them out, push them, yeah, yes. But, but I will say he got the recipe right though, like get the business and employ your people. So I will say that's yeah. one of the biggest Absolutely. things that I'm impressed about around him, like the jobs that he's providing to people that, you know, may have never had the opportunity to, you know, get on film or it's, that's a hard world, as you know, you know what I mean? To even break into the acting world and actually be on the big mm -hmm. screen. So, you know, um, I think it's dope that he is providing jobs and shit like that. But Yeah, absolutely. All right, so. So our, our next one is, um, I don't know if y'all have seen Cuties. Something you said you, you watched it? I just watched it before I came, yeah. So on Netflix, so everybody's been asking for the, the I guess, the cancel culture now, you know, have seen this. And they've been asking for it to be canceled because they feel as though it's uh, pedophilia, you know, almost. Um, it's, it, it revolves around a French... Senegalese mm -hmm. uh, girl mm -hmm. with uh, traditional uh, Muslim uh, values. And she is, I guess, battling that in the internet culture. So mm -hmm. with that being said, um, she's kind of mimicking and wants to break free from that, that culture, you know, and whatnot. And she meets a group of girls who is part of this dance crew. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. And so the filmmaker, they, she wanted to focus on how we in society over-sexualize um, teen adolescents, if, if you will. Uh -huh. um, so I wanted to kind of talk about that a little bit, you know, and get y'all take on that. I know, Lauren, you said you have not seen it. And so I haven't seen it, but I did... Um... Like after, you know, you mentioned it, you know, I typed it in to social media or whatnot. Yeah. And uh, a lot of posts start coming up about it. And for real, for real, I was confused, mm -hmm. like by not watching it, because it's so many different opinions about the topic. So mm -hmm. and I was a dancer. So I kind of understand where she was going, but I don't like how people are making it. They say it was made for pedophiles. They they mm -hmm. feel as though the angles that the little girls were recorded in was mm -hmm. very sexual. Um, and like it was times where only a girl's butt was on the screen. Or now, if this is true, I don't know. Cause again, like as they said, I didn't watch it. But if that's the case, that is a little bit disturbing to me. Um, but again, I'm gonna let y'all give y'all opinion before I go any further. 
Oh man. You want to go? <laughs> so, Ma, when you sent the video, uh -huh. I was like, WTF? Oh, right. hell no. Like, and I even shared, like, who would, why would Netflix show something like this? I was angry. And then I went and watched it. And I was like, oh. Yeah, you get a better understanding once oh, okay. you, you watch it. So, oh, so your whole opinion changed after you actually absolutely. watched yeah. it. Okay. Absolutely. Now, the what you're seeing in the reviews, that is definitely in the movie. And it's disturbing on every level. But um, we're also talking about a culture. Um, we're talking about... Um, this is... Okay, so when WAP came out, there was all this controversy around it. Mm -hmm. Don't show this to your kids and shame on them and blah, 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 and whatever. And I advocated for WAP because as a person who has a WAP and who grew up on Trina and Luke and, and Adina Howard, um, Too Short, <laughs> Little Kim, you name it. As a person who grew up on all of that, I'm like, this is just, this is just Little Kim 2020. Yeah. So it's not for kids, it's for adults, and I'm about to twerk to it, so be quiet. Um, but then there's that, there's that other side to where our kids, our daughters, are getting a hold of this stuff, and they're idealizing it, and it's becoming a takeover for them. And it's not even just that, it's, it's a whole culture, because when you watch the movie, they were so concerned they were able to, the little girls were able to look at the videos and say, look how many likes they have. Mm -hmm. And all they wanted to do was become known. And they figured in order to become well known and get all the likes on Instagram or whatever it was, they had to do this. Yeah. And then one little girl in particular, yes, yeah, she was from a Muslim family. She got so caught up in it there was a point where they were in mosque, they were praying, and she wondered her, she went underneath her hijab and put the videos on of yeah. the girls shaking her butts, and she was so taken yeah. back fantasized by it. Like it became the only thing that was relevant. I mean, to the point where she was willing, she pushed the girl in the water to drown. She took yeah. pornography on a relative's phone. So like, but she couldn't have a phone, so she stole his, and he wanted it back, so she put pornography on it so he would get in trouble. I mean, she was going above and beyond. So she to, was addicted to the fame and the yep, attention. Yep, she became addicted and, and, she, and the attention, and that's what it was. And it was like, it wasn't really nobody at home. She was always responsible for her little brother. Boom! You know, I was waiting for that part to come out. Yeah. Boom! It wasn't nobody really paying attention mm. and feeding, you know, the self-esteem into her. It was one point in the movie where she asked her mom, she said, stay home with me. Her mom put her hat on and, you know, it wasn't that they didn't love her. They showed her love. I was busy. But it was like, you know, how we do in our culture, you got to grow up and fend for your own. You know, there's no, there's no pacifying. So and then also, too, they had a part, well, the dad had left the mm -hmm. mom and got married to another woman like just left mm -hmm. and then there's also that part at being 11 and 12 and not knowing who you are and trying to look you're growing Figure out yeah because yeah, in the movie she started her period for the first time yeah so okay. just trying you know you know how that little that area is when you're in middle school and yeah. you don't know who you are or what you yeah. are and you're trying to figure it out and that's where they were mm -hmm. and it was like we just want 
you know, we don't want people to know we're really young. We want to look like them. They looked at a video and said, we want to beat them. How do we beat them? Okay, we dance like them. And this is how we dance like them. And it was just basically, a, they were trying to do a replica of what they seen everybody else glorifying. Mm -hmm. And oh. at the end, it's crazy because she goes back to being, she, well, in her culture, they, so for our culture, it would be something that is probably equivalent to catching the Holy Ghost. Okay. They did it in this movie and um, she starts, you know, gyrating and she's getting all kind of what looks a little bit psychotic. And um, she has, you know, a, a intervention, a spiritual intervention moment. And that's kind of, you know, in this movie, what breaks her. Is so, that, that kind of what you took from it? Uh, absolutely. Um, and so my, my, did, Lauren, did you have, I, I want to know, do you got something to say? Because I wanted to. No, I do. Because, but go ahead. It, it's going to be relevant regardless. So as she was saying how, and I, and I'm, I can speak from my um, perspective as well growing up, how when it came to the talk, sex, there was no talk of sex in my house. Like mm -hmm. I literally had two short, you know, Aquanelli, Lil Kim, Foxy Brown, you know, Jay-Z, like, or the outside world telling me, you're saying about sex, showing me about sex, you know? And a lot of times our kids are getting bad information or mm -hmm. there be, you know, things that are, can be helpful. However, these conversations aren't happening at home. Right. And it goes back to me, and we talked about this in episodes, how we have to protect not only our, our daughters or our children, but we got to protect our women better, you know, and, yeah. and, and teach them, you know. Now, we know that kids are going to explore and they're going to learn so much more outside of the home than they're going to learn. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you want to give kids their innocence as well. But I feel like if we're going to have this energy for Netflix, we should have it for Dance Moms. We should have it for the Kardashians. We should have it for TikTok. Because you can see all of these things, you're saying, that are on these shows that have represented what these kids are mimicking and doing. And I think people are uncomfortable because it is the depiction of reality brought to them. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Cause they happen in my house. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. So I feel like if we're gonna hold Netflix uh, re responsible, I think we should hold other uh, entities and, 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 and uh, companies responsible. And I think that too, we cannot, think that music is just for adults because these kids are, are listening to the same thing that the adults mm -hmm. are listening to. They can get a hold of it way easier than we could. Absolutely. I had to go to the flea market and get my little uh, cassette tape and my CDs. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't have, I couldn't just click on my phone and download it real quick. We didn't have that type of access. Right. My daughter, my daughter's on punishment right now because I found some stuff in her phone that I was like, whoa, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Honey, so and and when I seen it, I had to check myself. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you can't just be mad at her, pointing the finger at her. It's time for us to go ahead and and bring it back. And so I had to sit down and have some conversations with my daughter. And not only that, I had to really just kind of hone in on the idle time. What do you know? You got too much free time on your hands. Mm -hmm. You could be up in your camera gyrating like this. Right for all the Instagram and whoever to see. Um, and so I really wanted, you know, to have a conversation about just self-esteem and who you are as a black princess. Mm -hmm. and 
it was hurtful, but I found that even though I walk in every day and I, and I, and I my kids are well-traveled and we talk about it, that wasn't what she was feeling. So Correct. we had to really just talk about self-esteem and affirmations. I got her, she got her right in her journal and do affirmations every day. Talk that like, talk. Right, like we, we back to the basics on this and, and just making sure that she knows who she is as a person. Because the last thing I want is for her to feel like um, I, I have to do this in order to be noticed or to feel beautiful. Right. Right. And I, that right there. Mm-mm. So y'all kept bringing up, you know, they were dancing in the videos or whatever, whatever, whatever. So I was a dancer for 16 years. You know what I'm saying? I took studio dance and I remember I got probably got pictures age four, five. You know, I had a, a, a they look like sports bras. You know, my stomach was out. I had the tutu on. I had my tights. You know what I mean? Like, my midriff was out, though. When I took hip-hop, like, the outfits we had on, like, biker shorts with sequins and, you know, half tops. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you said that a lot of people are judging this, but Mo touched on it when he said dance moms. Like, you have babies in makeup, weave, and costumes mm-hmm. that we would wear to a club. Like, let's just be honest. They're wearing yeah. biker shorts and half tops. So I don't see how you could judge one but not the other, like Mo said. But mm-hmm. also, we need to stop looking at little girls and finding sexual things when we look at them. I think that's the problem that I have with it, that grown men can look at a little girl like, oh, she thick. Oh, she going to be thick when she get older. Like, that mm-hmm. type of shit is weird to me. Like... That means mm-hmm. you're looking at her in a sexual way or a vibe right. where you're like, shit, if she was old enough, I'll hit that. That's crazy. I mean, I think society itself normalizes and desensitizes and saying, I mean, these type of things. Like, I told you before, I don't like when I'm so, when women that I was intimate with, you know, saying, calling me daddy. Like, to me, that shit is weird. Like, <laughs> why associate that, you know, saying, during this time? Like, I, I don't. You want to fuck your father. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's very weird. Is that something you you use? I do. Okay. I mean. Okay. Oh, I will. But you know what? We had okay. So this movie was one thing. Two things I just want to point out. One is if you notice in the movie, we didn't. It. What I do like about it is that it didn't focus on just black people. There was a white girl. There was a Hispanic girl. There was an Asian girl. So every girl was a different race just to show that this is, this is happening everywhere. Yeah. And then two, as far as our culture, I have a problem with just even going to football and basketball games, watching the cheerleaders and the drill teamers. They, they do more than enough. And I'm like, even on little kids on AAU levels, it's like you got, if you ain't popping, then it ain't it ain't right. It's an entire culture around what that movie showed. Okay, an entire culture. I'm talking, what was it called? They called the D. They had the uh, they had the jackets that look like Delta jackets and uh, y'all DD for DD. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a black team and they be having a little tight pants on with the, the, oh, the, the, the and they be doing yeah. all that dancing and but that's what they're doing and nobody has a problem with that they had a show on lifetime they weren't a part of the cancel culture and those are children you understand what i'm saying like it's an entire show out there it's the same thing you know what i'm saying so what's the difference I mean, let's look at it. we everybody right now we're watching p valley 
And down in the valley. I mean, you have the one Mercedes with her daughter, you know what I'm saying, and her her friends, you know, like they, they're watching these things, you know what I'm saying, and they're imitating, they're imitating art. They're imitating what they see and they imitating what they think that are that men like and that society that society like. And and that's what they're doing. I mean, we've all been at that age where we were imitating and trying to, you know, we were impressionable. Okay, but let can we be real for a second? And we got a mom in the room, so I'm glad that we do, because she could probably agree or disagree with me. But let's be real for a second. And mom, aunties, my bad, <laughs> okay, for this comment. But I remember growing up, like, some of me, me and my cousins or me and some of my best friends where our moms was cool, they about to go out. Soon as they would leave, we would pretend and reenact what they had did. Or said, like, girl, we about to go to the bar. We about to get some drinks. And, you know what I'm saying? So we would do that. But I think as the generations change, parents have to do a better job of what they do in front of their children. So if you motherfucking your kids and you bitch this on the phone with your girl and like, girl, let me tell you about this dude, you're Cardi B in person. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And I think that's the part when I say, and this may be offensive because I don't have kids, but it's like, yes, your kids has access to the internet. We know that. But it's like, my mom always told me, yeah, you're going to see this, this, and this, but who are you? Just like, and that's why I was so happy you said that to your child, because now your child will understand, I don't have to do that. Mm -hmm. to get that you understand what i'm saying right. for the message that we need to be teaching not don't do this yeah this is bad but let me tell you why you shouldn't we don't we right. say the what you shouldn't do but why you shouldn't do it and i think that why part is the most important absolutely you know You're what I'm right. saying? yeah absolutely right so we 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 are talking about uh we're, we're going to move from the 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 kids part sexual conversation Thank you, and, and get into more of the adult conversation Keep up, nah, 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 shot, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we have a <laughs> we have a sex expert in the building no, <laughs> <laughs> oh why thank you i mean you own the uh lingerie shop guilty oh you was talking about her my bad oh, oh, okay. oh we got we got okay we got, oh, my bad you got two? <laughs> that, was, that was my moment. <laughs> I mean, depending on who you ask, I mean, especially with uh, a couple shows ago, I might have been. I don't yeah, know. yeah, 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 Mo. Yeah. Yeah, so, Mo, we know you do sex <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of vaginas. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mo, do that. Mo, do that. Yeah, Mo, you do that. <laughs> hey, no, hold on. Before we go any further, can I put that on the shirt? Mo, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> Mo, you do that. She might fit in here. She might fit in here. So, no, but go ahead. Who, who, how we want to tackle this? So, okay, y'all, we was talking about how, um, and it was crazy because when we came up with the topic, sex, S-E-X, however you want to put it, um, Mo has sent me a list of questions that Seneca had typed and some dialogue that she had went through. It was crazy when I got it. I then screenshotted my questions. And when I say, oh, gee, they was very, very, very similar. Okay. So, okay, <laughs> so I'm a young OG. I'm a young OG. I'm a young OG out here. What did you call yourself before we started? <laughs> 
so to clarify, Lauren, she just said, you know, hey, I just want to, I just want to ask before we get started, should I censor myself? Because I'm an open person, you know, and I just told her, I said, you know, do you say what you feel? Because I'm an OG ho. So <laughs> it's whatever. OG ho. Now, Okay, so basically, I think we should just filter through them questions and just let's see where it take them because we was on the same page with a lot of those questions. Okay. So I think we both want to know, I'll just open up the show. So when we talk about sex, I'm going to just get right into it, meat and potatoes. What is nasty? Ooh. <laughs> like, what does what nasty mean? Like, I, I, so... <laughs> I'm gonna just say it like this. I'm gonna just say it like this. Um, if you got, if you got restrictions on your sex, then you probably are not nasty. There you go. I was gonna say that the, the word no. Can't if you really got limits sense. on your sex, then you're probably a pretty, you know, um, well organized sexual person. Yeah. <laughs> with a schedule of some sort. <laughs> I don't like the word no in the bedroom. Ooh. Oh, there is, there are me. some no's for I me. I was about to say, there are, there are some no's for me. There are some no's for me, too. Which may, which may mean I'm not nasty, because there are some no's for me. What's your nose? What's your, yeah, what's your nose? So, okay, I'm going to just keep it. Are y'all ready for me to keep it 100? Uh, 110. Because the, the no I have is so lame that I my body's not made for it. Mine either, girl. It's a um, no. <laughs> I, I can't have anal sex. No. I Don't can't. Do now, it. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna just keep it all the way. I'm gonna keep it one thousand. Um, when I was 24, it was this new thing that I wanted to try. It wasn't new, but I wanted to try. It was colonics. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm gonna go get this colonics. I heard it cleans out your system. You can lose some weight. Listen, I might be the only person in the world who got on the table to get colonics, and I kept telling her, uh-uh, I feel like I got a boo-boo. Like I gotta get up. I could not even get colonics. <laughs> I couldn't even get colonics. And the first time somebody tried to do that to me, I said, uh-uh, I got a boo <laughs> I can't do that. And he said, just relax. If you relax, you're going to love it. Okay. He put some, listen, we did everything. He put all the KY down there. He went slow. Mm-mm. Soon as it was inside of me all the way, I said, I got a boo I can't do it. <laughs> See, that wasn't my issue for me. <laughs> my body is not made. My my bootay is not made to do that. So that is the only no for me because sexually, That's the only no? I can't. I done done something. See, I got problem. two no's. I got two no's. And I'm going to just piggyback off of, you know, the whole don't stick your, your penis in my butt. I, well, I know women who love it, though. Th- I, me too. My best I know friend loves it. My, I got a good friend that prefers it. Okay, yeah, like she sure. wants it over vaginal sex because yeah. she like it's a different feeling. But for me, the time that I did try it, I literally felt like my entire soul left my body and not in a good way. Like you ever been like you ever lose your breath like on accident, like somebody hits you too hard and you get that feeling in your chest and it's like <laughs> like that. Like I swear to God, y'all, I was like, I, and I was trying to be quote unquote nasty like yeah I'm gonna do this and honest to God it was no more than a tip and I had to just I, I had to tap out because it's like this hurts yeah. me like, I rather suck it till my jaws fall off before yeah I do but that. you can eat my butt but you can't do yes my butt. and I love that me too I love that me too like oh yeah that's that's everything so do you eat ass no 
Okay, so it's two no's. I, I, I just want to make sure. Well, you know what? I've never done it. I don't have any desire to do it. I've never even been asked to do it. Um, but I have I have licked balls like all the you, way at the bottom where the gooch is called the gooch. So the, the part right there between the balls and the butt that's called the gooch, ladies. Touch the gooch. Touch the, the gooch. gooch. Yeah, I done all. I did that. Yeah, I did that. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say. Yeah. So Mo, what's your nose in the bedroom? I we ain't playing with my ass. That's that's about it. So she can't eat your butt? I've had it done before and it left me. How'd it, it feel? Left, it, left me with a, it felt good, but afterwards it let it just leave you feeling real weird. What's like weird? Like you don't know because you liked it so much, you're like questioning yeah. your sexuality. Yeah. Did she lift your legs up? Nah. Did you like lift your hips up? It was on my stomach. Oh, oh, she was. <laughs> damn, baby girl is a savage because she put her nose in your butt. Or I, I do it sometimes. I was on my back, and then you know, saying she. Was, oh, you like, lifted up with the goose part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had to lay up. Like I've had guys literally <laughs> open their legs, like, and you know how women lay down, like they. About See, to and I'm gonna think you suspect. I'm, That's me too. Do not open your legs like that with me. Figure it out. Yeah, like, I need not. to act like you all man and when you in the bed with me. Yeah, I, like. So hold on, going back because I had an incident one time where there was some anal sex going on. Okay. And fisting. No, she. Oh. So I was, you know, hitting it from okay. back, and she pretty much was too relaxed and. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. She shit on you? Yes. Oh. Uh, I knew it. I knew that. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that, that was my exact reaction right there. Like, uh, I almost dropped. Oh. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mo, I went. Oh, my God. Even if it was me that I shit took showers you. right after. Yeah. I couldn't even. You. I wouldn't even. Be that sounds like bacteria vaginosis if y'all did it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. I mean, that's a minute. No. Okay, so now we got that out the way. We know what the no's are, but how do you ask someone to do nasty shit? Okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all a little story. <laughs> like her, <laughs> I had a I had I went through a phase of my marriage where it got kind of boring. Okay, and that can happen. Yeah, when you marry and you with the same, or even if you're not married, if you with the same person for a long time, you guys, you know, got, especially if you got kids, you get to live. Things can get a little bit dull. Okay. And um, I'm a Pisces, and Lord. Pisces are usually pretty sexual people, so I have to take the blame that I've always been kind of sexual, um, and which also means that I live in another world. I live in the world of water where I want to explore. So <laughs> I had to say all that so I can have an excuse for what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I found this club here in Columbus called Princeton. Princeton. Yeah. Is it Princeton? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I said, ooh, I want to go there. Now, my husband is very conservative. He's, you know, he's not going to. Time out, time out, time out. Before you. Lauren, what the hell do you know about Princeton? Oh, shoot. Why is what? she doing that? Look at her face. <laughs> no, what more know about her? Go ahead and let her have her moment and I will chime in later. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, 
like, wait, Lauren, I want to hear about your moment too. I don't get, I don't get to just tell everything, and you get to sit there. Well, she, and, she, no, she's she gonna get to her. Yeah. But we want to hear your story. I want to. I just wanted to know how she knew about it. We're gonna find out in a little bit. Crystal doesn't even have a name on the front. Like it's no. literally just a warehouse. Yeah. And we went up, and I told my husband I didn't tell him where we were going because he would have said no. So I said, well, I'm taking you out, get dressed, do 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 went and got my bottle because I seen it was BYOB. And so <laughs> we get up in here. He was like, what is this? I was like, I'll just come on. I'm just going to go in. I had already signed up, became a member, all that. I was ready. <laughs> we got in there. My husband looked around. He said, oh, shit, you done brought me to a swingers bar. <laughs> <laughs> so did y'all participate? Hell yeah. So let me tell you what happened. So they give you a tour when you first get there. They walk you around. And if, for those of you who may be looking forward to going or haven't been, you have to, um, if you're just a man, you have to be with a woman in order to go. Correct. So they took us back to the back. They showed, so here's the thing. They give you the tour. But before we got the tour, I back up a little bit. We had already went back to the back. And so I'm like, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and let's do this. Girl, we walked into one of them little cubicles. And I started giving my husband some head. Oh. And this woman walked up on us. Oh. So the, the cubicle was wide open because we hadn't had the tour yet. See, when you get the tour, you find out that if it's a screen, you can look. look. If it's a closed curtain, it's a private party. And if the, if the curtain is open, you can join. So my curtain was wide open. <laughs> so this woman came in. I'm thinking, I said, my husband is feeling on my ass, like he's, he's up in my booty hole real nice. Like what? I turn around as a whole woman. I was like, hey, and I'm sucking. And she was like, um, can I do anything for you guys? Listen, I thought she was a whole waitress. I said, oh, I said, our drinks are up front. And then she kind of giggled and she was like, no, she was like, I'm not, a, I'm not a waitress. She was like, I'm here for you. And I was like, oh, you're here for us. So what oh, you yeah, do with part. it? That that far. <laughs> so that means I had it handled. I wasn't ready to go that far yet. We had just got there, but um, I thanked her. I mean, what was I supposed to do? She had her hand at my ass. <laughs> so you dabble with girls too? That was my first experience, and it okay. happened without me knowing. Got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got you. So 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 for me, I I only okay. So I had this friend, right? that I wasn't supposed to have as a friend. And we just so happened to be really good friends, okay, for a very long time. <clears throat> but we both like had- buddy. I, yeah, he was more than that though. Like, he was like boyfriend number two. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, I just really hope don't nobody put two plus two is four right here, but whatever. So, you know, one day we really couldn't be out in public in the city that we live in. So he like, hey, babe. Let's go to this club. Let's kick it. We out of town. We can act like we together. I'm like, all right, whatever. So when we get there, the guy <clears throat> was like, do you have your membership cards? And I'm like, he had already taken care of that. So, you know, he showed the email and the phone and they took our phones, right? And they put like a little sticker over the camera. So I'm like, what the fuck? He like, man, chill, man. You just can't have no phones. They want you to enjoy yourself. So I'm like, okay. So when you walk in, it's like a club. You know what I mean? It's got the bar mm -hmm. center. They got a stage, stripper pole, DJ yeah. lights, whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. I ordered me a drink. This girl come up to me. She was like, do you want red, green, or yellow? She had these glow sticks. So I'm like, 
what they mean. She said, green mean go, red mean stop, yellow just watching. Mm -hmm. I look at him like, let me get red. Because I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, maybe it's a glow party. So I don't know. Y'all listen. <laughs> I put this thing on. Like, as soon as I put this, like, damn lightsaber on, it was like action. We took, like, four steps to the right, bit the corner. Honest to God, it turned into Pandora's box. Like, have you ever seen the movie Menage a Trois? Mm -hmm. Like, sure. and they in them rooms, and my mouth hit the floor, and he over here with this big-ass grin on his face, like, yeah, we about to, and I'm like, first of all, you ain't about to do nothing here with all these bodily fluids from other people. It was a no for me, but when I say I was so focused on these couples, yeah. like, they were doing some of the most interesting yeah. things mm -hmm. i mean they have bondage rooms they had yeah. you they know had it was an amazing experience and mm -hmm. to the point the red they knew i wasn't interested he had on yellow so i will say he did get his weeder wang licked on <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> but the weird thing about it y'all the girl looked at me the whole time she was doing it Ooh. And, and I felt some type of way and I, I ain't gonna say I, you know and I had to question myself real quick like why she looking at me like she better quit looking at me like that you know what I mean I had to like check myself real quick and I was done drinking at that moment because I almost took it off and was yellow I was almost yellow I'm just I watched a lady there she had about five men who were um having sex with her Huh? You know, and I just out and I walked in the room because the door was the thing was open, the curtain was open, and I wanted to get up close and personal with this. She had something in her mouth, something in her in her anal, something in her vagina. Like there were like no swear to God, there were about five men there, and she sincerely looked like she enjoyed. Every oh no, yes, yeah, that's too much. That's every too many. single bit of it, and I just it was just <laughs> phenomenal to me. Like yeah, Mo know and about multiple. Also, so there's this um. If you go to Cancun, Mexico, there's this resort. Why can't I think of what this resort is called right now? Temptations. Mm -hmm. I've been to Temptations before too, and it's an all new resort. <laughs> so you just walk everybody naked. Yo, yeah. So it's real nice. You been? No, I, I had a friend who who booked a uh, trip there and didn't know that it was <laughs> that type of situation going on over there. And I didn't take my husband to Temptations. I went by myself. So was your husband kind of more reserved? He, mm -hmm, he knew. He didn't want to go. And I had already booked this, so I found someone to go in his place, a girlfriend of mine. So we just went. Oh. And honestly, so it's really what you want. Most of the people are walking around naked. Um, and it's mostly, you know, the Appalachians. It's not that many Black people there. And um, you know what? It was nice. It was, it was classy. It wasn't raunchy at all. I had a hell of a fun time. I it's it's a high when you walk out on the beach naked and everyone's looking at you. It is it is a high that I cannot explain. I couldn't do that. Like when you take it all, all and the fact that you're a black woman with the curves that you have and you have all them white men just like and women just like in all over you, honey. Huh? Mm -mm. I just let everybody look at me. So Mo, took everything off. Oh shit. Mo, would you go to Temptations or the body shop? Oh my bad. Oh, shit. The body shop is the club I went to. And then they have the Cancun jump off there if you go to World. That's a whole nother oh my God. Would you go though, Mo? Yeah. You would? Would you participate or would you just watch? Just watch. You gonna just watch? 
I think old Mo, maybe Mo now would just watch, but old Mo, he diving in. He had four vaginas just on a regular night on Toy Story sheets. So, Mm -hmm. shit, ain't no telling what he gonna do in the body shop or any swingers club. I don't even want to call it a swingers club. I want to call it a sexual club because everybody in there ain't married or with somebody. They just go in there, you know, Mm -hmm. they rock so. Yeah. It all depends on what my lady do. Okay. That you would enjoy it. You really would. So I think that now you just segged way into that next question. Because a lot of people get together and their sexual preferences are different or their sexual drive is different. So do you actually tell your mate, like, hey, I like when you stick your finger in and up. Like, do you actually be that specific with your mate and tell them exactly yeah. what you want to get pleasure? In and up. Yeah, minute. but yeah, why not? Especially if you want that orgasm. If you want to go all the way, then I was just giving first and watching your mate have an orgasm and you never have one. Oh my god, that's dreadful. Like we're meant to have orgasms. I didn't have mine till I was thirty. You didn't say it again. I, I, didn't have, I, I didn't have mine until I was 35. You never had an orgasm until you were 35. This is, uh, How old are you? 36. Ooh. I didn't. Explosive, <coughs> wetness. Come on, you, so you mean from vaginal sex or? Yeah. Wait a minute. You don't, hold on. We all, we got closer. <laughs> so hold on, explain this in more detail. You don't. So was it during penetration sex or was it like? Fingering. Yes, it was penetration. Okay, walk me through this. <laughs> no, seriously. Why are you rocking? You no, nervous no, no. right She's now. She's nervous. That's okay. That's okay. Because the way she rocks, it'll make her pussy wet. Now, listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, you get nervous when you rock. Like, this is what we, this is it. The sex expert is in the building. Hold on. So walk me through this. So you're, in, you're engaged in this, in this act, and you've never had an orgasm penetration-wise before. Um, what do you do? Do you kind of make it come? Do you feel it like there and then you do something to make it come? Or does it naturally, is he doing something on his own and you have to do absolutely nothing and it comes? Tell me, walk me through. (laughs) So I think for me, I've never ever been sexually open with anybody until I met this guy. Like, it'd be like just sex. Okay. Like I was sexually attracted to him. Mm, Yeah. Yes, I was, which was odd because I didn't think I would be. But when I say like, yeah, it was, I've had great sex, but I've never had an experience to where I felt like I couldn't, my limbs didn't work no more. Like I cried. I was literally in tears. Like I, and he looked at me like, is you crying? (laughs) So, and it was like, now Wait, I, stop, 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 stop. Were you on the bottom or on top? I was on the bottom. Ooh. I was on the bottom. And he knows he's very, very, he was very in tune with the woman's body. So I didn't want to say that out loud, especially my age, because I was, <laughs> I was somebody for seven whole years. And it went him. <laughs> so. That's okay. God is good. He allows and, you to experience this. So. <laughs> God is good. Yes, he is. But no, I think a lot of women are like that. And men got it easy in in sex because they pretty much always get an orgasm, right? Yeah. They always come. 
Like, not always, but majority of the time, men do get that. You like know what? And that's why they can't appreciate the orgasm as much. That's why it's so easier for them to just kind of, you know, do whatever. Because for us, when you get that orgasm, man, it's like God kissed the sun. And, and, yeah, he, and that's, a, that's a great way to put it. And I think some men need to just slow down and listen to your woman's body because our body talks to the man. Like, it kind of yeah. tells you that we like yeah. what you're doing. Absolutely. And even when we don't want to. You know how you've been mad at It's your a home language. Um, just like we have sign language, we have, you know, English, Spanish. <laughs> Sex is a whole language. It is. Speaking into love languages, I want to get into that. But sex is a whole language. Have you ever, okay, so when you were having this orgasm, I just want to ask you this, because this is a way that I have orgasms. I noticed that when a guy is in me really deeply, and he doesn't have to be long stroking it, he can just be in me deep and just be kind of just, just grinding that deepness just in me on that G spot, just kind of like humming, singing to it. La la la. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, my coochie is singing songs back. So, was it like a long stroke? Was it hard? Was it rough? Or was it kind of just slow and deep? Okay. And did you, and do you have souped up pussy, by the way? Because if you tighten your pussy, like right, if you like squeeze, that orgasm is amazing. Well, you know, what happened, Lauren? Take your time. I don't even. Yeah, I can't follow up after that. She said, "La la la." Okay, I, I don't, I don't have, I, you know what I'm saying. Just tell me what happened. Take your time. No, was I was it, a, let's just it put it like this. Your first orgasm. Let's put it like this. Sweating. <laughs> let's put it like this. The woman that marries this man is a very lucky woman, but, and I will say this on a public platform because I know he's gonna listen to this. Okay. Most men need to take notes from a lot of men who are open with things in the bedroom. Like, don't just go in there, take your clothes off, boom, 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 get up. Watch some TV, read a book, and research on sex, just like you do your J's that's coming out or anything else you want. Research on how to properly please a woman or talk to your lady. Because he knew, like, he, he wouldn't have indirect conversations with me to find out what I liked. You understand what I'm saying? And he then took that information to the bedroom. Which so I one? think that's important. No, nah, yeah, yeah, we ain't going there. Yeah, we ain't going there. Lord, you see, I like how you negated my question. You went to this guy. Good right, right, right. So you got to understand, I have a whole degree in English. So the question was, <laughs> what was it that made you have an orgasm? That language that you spoke to him, was it the deep stroke or was it a deep it, it was the stroke and it was long and deep. We gonna just put it like that. Ooh, it was the song. <laughs> and it was the rhythm. I'm a rhythm person. Like I mm -hmm. like a guy that You're knows how to I am. And I think some guys should let's just whine in the mirror. Like if you wanna do it by yourself, learn how to move your hips. Yeah. It's important. You gotta loosen like up. Loosen up. And so you like people to sing to your pussy because you're a dancer. You wanna dance to the song. Yeah. Huh. So, Mo, so now on you, we're going to turn the attention to you. Do you feel <laughs> that you should talk to your lady and tell her what you want? Absolutely. I, I think that paying attention to the body language is very important. Um, I would say I, I definitely pride myself on that, you know, 
because there's a lot of niggas that be out here doing it wrong. And this might sound crazy, but uh -oh. it ain't sound crazy, but I like eating pussy. Mm. Okay. And because <laughs> the fact that you can, you know, you get to see their body movements and then, you know, there's nothing greater than seeing them come and it's coming off of, you know, your performance, you know. So when they start shaking and arching that back and mm. yeah, you know, quivering and all of that, that that's that's a nice little power to have. Yeah, man. man. That so is art. Like usually your clitoris is in sync with your nipples. Yeah. So if you know like eating the pussy mm, rubber on the nipples. Yeah, or man. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You ready, Lauren? Jesus. Cue the organ. Because y'all out of control. Y'all are out of control and y'all put me totally on the spot. Let's just say after this episode, my phone going to be like. So you mean to tell me I was just there? <laughs> like, well, I mean, listen, but that I think it's what 90% of women don't have sexual orgasm. It's crazy, correct? Vaginal penetration. So, and it's because a guy does it, a guy think because like pounding is like what you always supposed to do. They always want to be in a race or a competition. Like, do you have somewhere to be? Yeah, oh. it's like that whole um, West Indian culture, mash it tough. Mash it tough. Everyone thinks they're supposed to beat it up, beat the pussy up, beat the pussy uh -uh. up. Uh -uh. Um, but you're really oh, that's not. What that is? Yeah, mash it tough? that's what mash it tough means. Oh, I just learned something. <laughs> okay, and I'll be saying that shit. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, nah. But you know, and sometimes that's cool, you know. But most women want they want their pussy made love to. Even if you're not in love with that person, you want you want that dick to sing to you. You know, I cannot say that word unless I'm in a sexual act. Which one? Dick what dick? Second, yes. I cannot say it. I spell it like legit like a kid. Like P-U-S-S-Y. Now, yeah. if I'm in the act, I can say it. Open up, honey. But I cannot just walk around and be like, oh, and yeah, she touched my... I can't. No, there ain't no whisper. Ain't no whisper. Now, so, there whisper. Don't tell me to say moist. <laughs> Oh, it makes Lauren? me cringe. Listen, it makes Moister? me think dirty vagina. Screams dirty vagina. Wait, moist does not scream dirty vagina. It, to me. Dirty <laughs> vagina screams right. dirty vagina. Exactly. Moist sounds new like my ears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like a warm, moist pound cake. Just. Oh. It don't sound good to me at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't sound buttery. It doesn't sound like. M-O-I-S-T in the middle. Let me ask you no. a question. Do you do you get Brazilian waxes? Yes. You do? Well, if you get Brazilian waxes, then you definitely know what moist is. Because, <sighs> yeah. So I do. It's not that I don't like the term and what it means. I just don't like the word. The word itself sounds disgusting to me. Like, really? oh, yes, it is just nasty. Do you like to have disgusting sex? <laughs> Mo, disgusting, Lauren. Mo, I heard just she, she was talking to you. No, I'm talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to you I don't like disgusting sex, like, but I do like to like look at my mate when we done like 
<laughs> you nasty. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like we might hop off each other, like you crazy. <laughs> like roll on over and go to sleep in that shit. Like that. Ooh, yeah, that's <laughs> like that's everything how you know. I like everything. To well, I gotta get up and pee because I might get a bladder infection if yeah, I Yeah, you gotta pee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just OG. <laughs> hey, lay, lay down. Go, 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 go pee. Lay down. Spit. Oh, I love it. I love it too. What'd you say? Spit. Spit. Yeah, I spit like, on my coochie. No, see, see, it, it, you can use a little bit, but you like spitting in your mouth. I've never had nobody spit in my mouth before. I've never had anyone spit in my mouth before, but I have people spit on my coochie. See, yeah. that's see, I'm all pH ish, and yeah. I just I, I, I've I, never I, swallowed before, but I've taken it in, and then never, I just go spit it out. Wait, you an OG hoe? But that because let me tell you. So when I was younger, I there was this little rumor that went around about little Kim. Who do you oh, remember yeah, that? Her stomach having to get she had to get her stomach pumped because she swallowed sperm. And so from that it scared me and I never swallowed sperm. So <laughs> go I, to the point, like, I don't even want the head. If you don't swallow, I don't even want. Hold on. First of all, I'm not gonna swallow every time. It's a no. Like it, that's that's the most spit it out because I'm a punk. So what I want you to do, Seneca. Okay. But the next time you and your husband y'all in the acts, you know what I'm saying? Just swallow. Just go. Just swallow. Just like it's just like. I'm gonna have to get my stomach pumped. Nope. Nope. You've been drinking. No. You're just looking out for your bro. You trying to get your bro some some, some swallow action. That's all that was. So okay. no. <clears throat> love languages, sexual love languages was on my yeah. list. Oh. There's five. Do you guys have one that you prefer? Mine is touch. Physical touch, yeah. That's a good one. Mine is physical mm -hmm. touch. We're all of them again. So there's acts of kindness. There is quality time. There's physical touch. There's gifts. And words of affirmation. Words of affirmation, yeah. Um, the kindness part, that, that one. Acts of kindness, that's mine. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So I'm yeah. a, like, I love the like touchy, feely, like when we in the car yeah. just ride and like grab my thigh, grab my hand, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Or, you know, just reach over, swipe my neck a little bit, like, or grab yeah. my chin. You know, I love that type of shit. Like, or you don't got to be all over me in public, but I do like from my man, like, especially if I get dressed. I'm saying, if I get dressed, yeah. baby, I need you to let me know because I already know I look good. But when you make your man feel good or when your man mm. see you and they be like, damn. Mo, have you ever done that? Like, your lady get dressed, you like, shit. Absolutely. Like, yeah. woo, it's just such a good feeling. So, listen, like, me being a club and party promoter, I there's nothing more than I like coming to, you know, the event or whatever and then having my girl on one side of the bar, seeing the guys just saying, hit on her or whatever, she turned them down. Like, that shit turns me on, you know what I'm mm, saying? Or absolutely. seeing all them guys going after her, then, you know, coming up, acting like I'm putting my Mac down, you know, or whatever. And, and, and right. I'm listening to your phone right now? I'm listening to you if you don't keep talking. What is your day? <laughs> How you like, we, How We're about to have a flawless show <laughs> with always some shit. Was I bothering you, Seneca? I wasn't even bothering you. Like, I, that's all I'm saying. I wasn't even bothering you. You know what I'm saying? At all. But anyway, that's what I like. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
I'm Doggy. a little bit affirmation, words of affirmation too. I guess I'm a combination of the two. I like, you know, so one thing that my husband and I do every now and then, we'll send little texts to each other and maybe I'll send him like um, a coochie shot or a booby shot and I'll say, you know, I can't wait to get home so we can do whatever. He'll, and he'll do the same thing, you know. Um, and so I like little things like that. It, it's just like kind of, it's fun, especially um, just to have your mate just to tell you, hey, I'm feeling you. I love the way you smell. I love the way you taste. I love the right. way you look like your hair. Right. Um, and then the acts of kindness. Now, as a mom and as a wife, oh, my God. If I come home and you've taken the initiative to, to cook dinner or to, to fold the laundry, things like that that I know that are choresome for me, then that shows that you love me and you're thinking about me and you're considerate. I love that. And that right there, mm, that just makes me fall more in love with you. And I think that's it. Like for me, <clears throat> you don't have to spend out a dime on me to make me happy. And I think a lot of women miss out on that. Like them, them little gifts, like, you know, or little things, like you said, him sending a picture, let him know you think about it, regardless if it's sexual or whatever, like shit like that will go a long way. By the time you get home off that little shit, I might be ready to yeah. bust it open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, come right. here. Let's go, baby. Like, I make a really good wife someday, Lauren. <laughs> I know. Let, let me, let, speaking of wife, listen, I am so terrible when it comes to dating. And that's why I said I'm a, we gonna we gonna chop it up offline off the podcast because you gonna be like girl you are weird you need to open up and you need to literally allow somebody to love on you the way that you deserve but I'm t I'm tarnished I'm damaged and I'm real bitter right now so I don't even date because I don't want to bring oh, nobody God. into that I don't want to bring nobody into that space and I thought I was cool ready. I ain't. I so I just I'm just you cold. can't come into something being like half of a person. You gotta come in a full person. And sex is not happening with me right now. No, so, like you just gotta be be a full person. You gotta be happy with you so that you can make some. Right. So that's a deal breaker too. And some dudes ain't trying to hear that. Like, oh, you ain't fucking. And I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> like that ain't where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? So they be like, it won't be. They might they might text for a couple days, but then they know like, can I come over? Yeah, no, nah, for what. <laughs> like what you want to come over for? Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch a Tyler Perry flick. <laughs> so, Mo, you good? Because you had got a little, you know, got a little concerned over there. Uh, nah, you know, there's some background noise that, you know. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, since y'all put me on the spot today and uh, had me open up about some things. Appreciate you, Seneca. How you feel, Lauren? Mom, I'm sorry. I'm a virgin. <laughs> y'all got all y'all sex top topics out there. Y'all good? Oh, no. We need a part two. Let's just say that. She, co she coming back. She got to come back. Is, man. Oh, boy. So, yeah. This is an open invitation. Please come back. Um, we got more to talk about. Definitely, definitely. We're going to have to do a part two. And I think we should bring yeah, a special you know, guest for the guy. Thing we didn't talk about that I do want to talk about when if I come back when I come Ain't back no when I come back um I want to talk about what happens when um you're with someone and sex changes for the worse a person can't function anymore maybe they don't get hard the way they used to or they don't have the desire the way they used to or it hurts I want to talk about that because I noticed that that's been happening I have a friend who um who got fibroids and sex became painful for her. And it was just trying to navigate, you know, through that. I have a friend who 
her husband, you know, had to start taking Viagra. And she had an issue with the fact that he had to take Viagra because for her, in her mind, it meant that she wasn't sexy any longer to him because he had to take medicine in order to perform. I feel her. See, I mean, yeah. And I, 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 I'm not, I, I, sex is a deal breaker. But I will say that I have been told that I want to have sex when I want sex. See what I'm saying? I'm that type of person. Yeah, so to speak. Like, if I ain't in a mood, like, you know, like, my ex, he loved morning sex. So it would just be like a here. Like, dude, man, here. Okay, so here's the thing, Lauren, because you're a a selfish lover. And so here's the thing in marriage or when you decide to be in a relationship. So literally the word and this is just my take on it like i haven't heard any type of doctor or philosopher say this but this is my take on it having been dating my husband for six years and then married for 10 so 16 years with the same man um literally when you look up the word marry it means to tangle to intertwine so when i think of the word tangle it's something that i want to get out of i don't want to be tangled in anything Right, tangle means I'm trapped. Right, right, right. Um, so for me, marriage is being in this <laughs> entanglement <laughs> and <laughs> coming together as two people and work navigating your way through the maze. And if for each maze that you can, what's them like them escape houses for each? Escape yeah, escape room for each clue that you can can get right and you can unlock then that's a win for y'all's marriage and you fall more and more in love with one another and you're more and more connected. And so for me, that's what marriage is. It's all these, it's all these um, episodes and situations and circumstances and, and things that happen in everyday lives that you have to go through together and the win of staying together and winning in marriage and being married is being able to navigate, navigate through it and, and escape that maze. Um, which means you can't be selfish because you have to work together. So if your husband wants it, but maybe you're not in a good mood, you got to learn how to lift that leg and still keep it moving. That's rapey to me. Yep. See, you got to look at it differently. I do. And I, I think, you know, we've touched on that in a situation and I feel like married or not, my body does not belong to you. Right. And it doesn't. And um, I just, you it's know. It's just a matter of learning how to give. And it's not even just sex. I don't want to make it seem like, oh, every time your husband wants you, you got to give it to him. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying learn, learning how to um, come to a happy medium in marriage. Got you. I feel yeah. that. I can respect that. I can respect that. So. Well, uh, great show. Um, we y'all, some, y'all some motherfuckers. I'll tell you that, Jack. This was fun. It was. I can't wait to have you back for another topic and a few more topics, actually. You know, we might make this a regular thing. Yeah, I, I need for you to teach me how to swallow. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> my husband, who, I didn't say I swallowed. <laughs> I never said that I did. <laughs> I, I, I never said that. <clears throat> What'd you say? definitely gave me a lesson on how to do it. <laughs> And I appreciate it. <laughs> I just make sure you you do what I said. Go home and your husband yeah. will be like, girl, she was doing at the cigar shop. What y'all was talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Me too. So yeah, thanks so, for coming through. Thank you to the, uh, the good folks here at uh, Live Live Chevette. Uh, Live Chevette, excuse me. 
Cigars Lounge for allowing us to come here and record tonight. Um, again, it's been a pleasure, Seneca. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so welcome to Static Energy Podcast, and you're free to come back anytime you want to. Anytime. This is an open invitation. I've never, ever, ever told anybody that, that this is an open invitation, that you could come back whenever you want to. No invitation needed. Just call Mo, tell him I'm coming through, and you're always welcome on Static Energy Podcast, so I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, I am your co-host, Mo Giles, and this is Static Energy Podcast. And I'm cool as hell, and we out of here. Peace. Bye.